Hi there, there cookie, cookie friends. friends. Welcome, Welcome to Cookies for Lunch, lunch the, podcast, the podcast, where we, where we talk, talk about, about all things, things cookie. cookie. I'm, I'm Nancy, Nancy Westfall. Westfall. I'm joined, I'm joined by, by my friends Sandra Seegers, Cynthia Ann Raven, and Sherry Wyrock. We are four established cookier friends who talk about everything going on in the cookie world on a regular basis, so we thought we would invite you to listen in. We hope you enjoy the conversations. Hey, Cookie Friends. We are on episode 18. Welcome to Cookies for Lunch, the podcast. This is Cynthia Raven speaking right now. I'm with my friends Sherry Wyrock and Sandra Seegers. And and, um, you heard that we still are using uh, Nancy's intro. And if you missed episode 17, we talked about just making some changes a little bit. Nancy's really swamped with um, her club and cookie-a-thon, and so she's taken a little hiatus. Um, I don't know how long. We don't know how long, but we're hoping maybe back after the first of the year um, she'll be ready to jump back on here. But we also talked about how we're going to have uh, guest hosts with us, so that'll be fun. So um, we look forward to talking to other cookie friends and having people be a part of this. We're having so much fun. We did not want to give it up. So um, for right now, it's the three of us, but um, we still have a lot of fun. We miss Nancy, but... um, We do. We do. And and we really miss her technical expertise. (laughs) I was going to say, you know, take two. (laughs) And I don't know, did you guys hear that it was doubled over on the Yes, I did. I mean, hopefully Sherry hears... Did you hear it doubled? No. Okay. Well, hopefully your recording is not doubled, but if, okay. And this happened last time. Now it's happening again. I I didn't touch anything. And it just popped up on its own. I'm telling you, Nancy. We need you. Yeah, the technical difficulties are just an issue, but we're working through them. We're just... Forgive them, please. Oh, okay, but this is what's so weird is no, we have recorded without her before, and I did a fantastic. We have a surprise. I'm sorry, <laughs> a surprise guest. Say hi, John. John. Hi. So he looks just like us. I know he wants the headphones. I'm sorry, Sarah. You can shut the door. I'll be done in a little bit. Thank you. Sorry, everybody. You know, life. Right. We have technical issues. We have baby issues. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what were you saying, Sandra? I'm sorry. I was just saying that, you know, I think take two is just going to be part of our whole lives for a while. <laughs> I know, but I did just fine before when we've recorded without Nancy. There's just some gremlins. Maybe she did that to us on purpose. Or maybe <laughs> we're, maybe I did it on purpose so she understands that we can't write the ship. But you you know what? I mean, it's just like everything. Best laid plans, but you know, you can do your very best and something happens. And Nancy even talks about this all the time when she's doing Cookie-a-thon, how, you know, she sends every email, step-by-step PDFs of everything, how you're to connect and all that, or, you know, and invariably something happens and it could be somebody's Wi-Fi. It could be, you know, Mm -hmm. and we've seen this popping up here a little bit today. And so maybe it's a problem with Zencaster where it's, connecting to the server and then reconnecting or something. Let's go with that. It's yeah. it certainly Let's not say it's their fault. My, my technical <laughs> abilities. I so, mean, let's go on to our subject today, cookie supplies. Well, aren't I supposed to say cookie news first? Yes. Oh. 
Sherry's <laughs> like ready to go. I know. I am. <laughs> Um, so cookie news is, um, um, I was excited yesterday. I I received an email from cookie con and, um, they're so great at keeping everybody updated and information, but anybody that had applied to be an instructor, um, in 2023, um, which I did, um, they are, they have gotten more applications than ever. So they have a lot to go through. So they were just giving us a nice update that within the next couple of weeks, they'll have some decisions made and things about that. So it was nice, A, to, I wrote back to Karen and Mike and I said, I miss you guys so much. And it feels like forever since I've seen you. But I think part of that is because I saw them three times in a six month period, right? You know, <laughs> right. And then now it's just been really long, but um, they are always so helpful and, and, and just do everything right. And, uh, Anyway, they said that they're going to work through those applications and they'll get more information out within the next couple of weeks. That's, so I'm I just mean, excited to see anything about CookieCon because I feel like, you know, we talked about it, it was announced and then, you know, and now, yeah, so that's exciting. Well, because last time it was announced. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, it was announced, buy your tickets, announced, buy your tickets, sign up for class. It was all so quickly together. Yeah, because and I don't think the tickets go on sale for this one till like December or January, maybe. In I January. Don't okay. Right. So anyway, um, it sounds like they'll have you know they'll go through all the applications and you know and, and I'm glad there's a lot because it's it's good to have a lot of different you know faces and people and and that's exciting. So and and they offer so many other things now too with the the demos that when we first went, Sandra, in 2017, or I think maybe you'd gone before me, but um, they didn't have the the demos on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. I mean, with instructors, it was more the uh, core instructors doing stuff in the open decorating. And um, and then the Friday um, electives, you know, that's a new thing too. Um, and so that allows a lot of opportunity for instructors to do something. So I think that's exciting. I think that I was probably one of the first groups that did. And at the time they were called demos. Right. They weren't. Yeah. That was the year I was a core instructor because Mm -hmm. you called me and we talked about that, you know, and that was the first time. And I I was a little bit panicked. Remember I said, Mm -hmm. I said, well, I want people to come to my core stuff. I don't want somebody to pick an elective. And then I said, I'm going to steal all of your people to come watch me. (laughs) But it ended up being fine. So that's great. My first one, I think, is when I met Sandra in Utah. Mm -hmm. Um, But they didn't have any Mm -mm. demos Mm -hmm. or anything. But it was open decorating. You could go in and play with the airbrush. Mm -hmm. You could you know, play with wafer paper. There were stations set up and you could go introduce yourself to these, the material right. or, you know, the That's airbrush. how I met Michelle, the owner of Sugarvale and really, you know, understood it better and then ended up, you know, becoming great friends with her and, you know, being able to teach Sugarvale now. So, I mean, yeah. that's what I did. I just waited for them to get set up in the open decorating because I'd been having some, you know, I, I, and it was funny because Misty, um, who was there helping, she was like, did you watch the videos? And I was like, no. <laughs> She's like, well, maybe. Because I was having one tricky part. And so once she showed me, then it was, oh, I should have watched the video. But anyway. I'm with you. I like the idea of a lot of people applying because um, the 
perspective is so different by different teachers. So if you continually have the same people over and over again, then it's kind of the same deal. Do you know what I mean? Not to say that, you know, anybody who has done cookie con year after year after year, you guys change it up. I, I really you guys do. Really I mean, do. I've I've taught a lot of different things and a lot mm-hmm. of different techniques and um so yeah, but you know, um I, I think it's good to have other people and see what I out think there. it is too, but I gotta tell you, I am a little glad that I did not apply because I think that the weight <laughs> of would, knowing you? would kill me. That, yeah. that anxiousness that would just kill me. The did I make it? Did I not? This email came out and I don't know anything still. I know. I know. So yeah, I mean, me too. I mean, I, cause I, I love teaching. I just do. I love teaching there and mm-hmm. I have met so many wonderful people that have turned into fabulous friends. I mean, real genuine friends, you know, yeah. that have taken my classes that, um, you know, sent me gift baskets when I, you know, was in my issue with my arm. And so, yeah, um, I mean, it's, um, yeah, I hope I get to teach again. But yeah. um, I'll I'll do everything I can. I think one of the times we talked about CookieCon and the tip was um, be an instructor or a demo or something so that you get a ticket. And I was thinking, I mean, like, I haven't had to wait in that line for a while. I know, <laughs> so, right? Yeah, yeah. And I just, but I, I will hopefully get a ticket if I'm not selected and go because I just, I love it. And, you know, some of those people, you only see them. Right. That's a year, you know. Right. So, so you have other cookie news too. Um, yeah. I so I think I've talked about this before. Um, I was selected to be in the Mackenzie Childs Artisan Festival, and it is in Aurora, New York. It's in the Finger Lakes area, and it's like kind of on the Canadian border. It's going to be beautiful. It's the first weekend in October. So, if anybody's listening that lives up there, um, we got um, the PR packet uh, this morning, also in in email about our booths and you know, where we can, you know, upload things and drop off and parking and all that stuff. And um, I'm going to drive because, of course, I'm taking some, um, well, hopefully 3D pieces as I work. Cindy is an overpacker. (laughs) That too. (laughs) So she has to drive. I have to drive. So goal number two for your physical therapist was... I've got to do this show. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I have to be uh, in good working order by then. But right. um, I'm super excited. I love this company. They they have really cool things. And, and most of their, um, what they sell is based on other artists and artist designs and things like that. So I'm, I'm excited to see the other artists that have been selected, you know, that'll be there. And um, they, one of the things I'm kind of excited, and this is a perfect episode because we're talking about equipment. Um, one of the things is they don't, they're not going to have power. And I was thinking it'd be really fun to demo airbrushing. Everybody loves that, you know? And, um, I was like, what, what can I do? You know, well, I found this, it's a portable power pack, like AC, you can plug it, you plug it in at night, you know, and it charges and then you get 10 hours of, um, AC so I can bring it's quiet it's not like this big gas generator you know which I'm sure they wouldn't appreciate um but um you can also put your phones in it too or an iPad or whatever so I'm really excited wow. I, think, I, I know I know it, it's called the Zachary something I don't know but anyway I'm excited I got my signs and um hey did you order that on Amazon shopping yes I did I did order that on Amazon shopping yeah, but that's not really shopping, right? That's for work. That's for no, your that's business. That's, yeah. that's not fun shopping. That's not like, you know, all the yeah. things I got. So anyway. <laughs> so 
Where else are you going to use this? I'm trying to think of what other, I mean. So I was even thinking like at cookie con when, you know, you're in a room and there's only so many outlets or you have to call the hotel and have them come and bring, you know, an extra, you know, what do you call those things? The big, you know, oh my God, my boy, those, yes. (laughs) I can see them. I swear. I don't know if it's the pain meds. I'm not even on pain meds anymore, but I think it's like done something to my brain because like I can see the word. It's like right out there, but I can't. Power strip, extension cord. Yes, all that stuff. Because then they have to tape them down. And then, and sometimes when you have like a projector and then you have your TV and then you have, and, and if I have, like, I know in one of the classes I had last time, we had like four airbrushing stations, you know? So I was thinking this might be really good for me to use for my camera. I got a new camera too, which I'm super excited about. And um, it's also Wi-Fi enabled. So if you Ooh. want to highlight somebody's work in the classroom, you can just, it's very lightweight and you can just pick it up and you can take it and you can show it. I'm saying, see, this is what this person is doing, you know? So. Okay. That is really, how much was this little apparatus? Which, which one? The, the, the battery thing or? Battery thing. It was like 230 I think, $230. No, I got it on, um, it was actually more than that, but I, I had it in my, uh, in, you know, my basket um, because it was right before Prime Day on the 12th and 13th. Mm-hmm. And when I looked on the 12th, it was exactly the same. But on the 13th, <laughs> yeah. But that's a good idea for people as they're moving toward holiday shows. Yes. Because when I've signed up to do holiday boutiques and the Holiday Mart and all those mm-hmm. kind of things, you have to pay for electricity. And sometimes it's a couple hundred bucks. Well, and if you're in, because I did Holiday Mart one time too, and if you're in the middle of the room, right, like trying to get power there, it's a big deal. And I wasn't doing airbrushing when I did that, but that became yeah. a whole thing with the hand washing sink and all that business oh, there. So, um, but yeah, I'm excited about this. So, um, yeah, I got that and I ordered my signs from Vista Print and designed them and got them, and everything works really well. So, I'm excited, you know. Well, the thing that I'm getting from this whole story is that you're becoming very tech savvy. So maybe you could be our Nancy as far as the technical stuff. I'm telling you. I mean, I, you know, some of it you just have, I mean, you just have to figure it out. And I mean, I spent a whole weekend three years ago building my website on Wix.com because I wanted Mm -hmm. to be able to post my classes on Eventbrite, link it to PayPal, you know, put them on my my website so you could just click and click and click. I was so proud of myself, but it took an entire Memorial Day weekend just to do that, you know. But I mean, I do know how to do stuff on my website now, but some of this other stuff, and I know it just takes time. It's like, you know, I've been excited about Canva, you know, and Procreate. And, you know, if you do it, you know, you can learn it and things like that. But like right now, you know, I'm kind of limited. So anyway, that'll get better. But yeah. anyway, so what's the first thing we want to talk about in equipment wise, like supplies or whatever? So when, when we first talked about like what we were going to talk about on this episode, we, we thought equipment, right? Mm-hmm. And we kind of broke it down to what was the very first pur- purchase that you made when you had, you made a little, started making a little bit of money and you're like, okay, I got to buy something now. Mm-hmm. What was your first piece or first equipment piece that you bought? Um, what is your favorite? piece of, of equipment and then 
what do you want to buy? What's the next purchase for you? Well, (laughs) that is your least used piece Mm. of equipment. Yeah. Oh, so sure about least used. Okay. Sherry, I have a question for you. So when you started, were you, did you start off as a commercial? So like, did you know you needed a big mixer? Did you know you needed a big, I mean, or did you start off small and then it evolved into commercial? I was just a home baker, like nothing for sale, just as a hobby that any family get together. I was always the baker. I was always bringing stuff. So I already had my first KitchenAid. But mm-hmm. I had me whatever. too. I mean, I already had two actually when I because I have always been a baker too. But I mean, did you know like did you immediately just start selling small or did you immediately go commercial? I once start, you started selling, I started small. Mm-hmm. Um, I started with a couple of my friends that were pharmaceutical reps, and I did a lot of their desserts for their lunch and learns. And so I started small, and then you just kind of learn. You know, oh, I need more cookie sheets than the six that I have. I thought six was a good number. So I needed a few more and just progressively uh, started buying more equipment, you know, kind of piece by piece. And then I got into some auction sites to see what commercial equipment was out there uh, and educated myself what was out there. So I never bought like a big oven. I still have a regular GE oven uh, down in my bakery, but I do have extra racks for it. So I have four racks in there. Um, Yeah. So I just started piece by piece. Do you ever think about now, because I do think, and it's not that hard to start. I mean, like I started with toothpick, (laughs) some cookie cutters, you know, some bottles and, you know, my... I all started my, with bottles too. Yeah. I and with all cool. my Wilton stuff from cake decorating, mm-hmm. you know, like, and then I did bottles for, I mean, that was a big thing for me to change to, to, to tipless bags. But, mm-hmm. um, but I, I sometimes now think about, and when you brought up the question, things we don't need, I sometimes now think, oh my gosh, if I was starting now, all the things that I've accumulated over the years, but a lot of it is not something that you have to have, you mm, know? I agree. I, mean, I agree. You don't. You don't, I mean, you can use, like I said, I started with a toothpick and bottle and, you know, cookie cutters. And I did invest in early on Wilton cookie sheets. They were awesome. They are these big, they're bigger than normal and they're completely flat and they have one edge that has like a, a lip, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, they're not the air, you know, any of that They're but they're just stainless steel. They're awesome, but they were super expensive and I can't even find them anymore, but I bought a lot and over in Overland Park by where we live, there's a Hobby Lobby, there's a Michaels, and there's a Joann's. And when they used to do those 50% off coupons, I would clip them all. And I mean, they're all within like a block radius. And I would go buy a cookie sheet at each one of those places or my meringue powder because I was using Wilton then too. And so I have a, 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 I have a lot of those. But I mean, investing in a good cookie sheet, really, I mean, that I think that was probably, I already had the KitchenAid and I, I love my KitchenAid. I know there's other mixers out there and people use them. I had a big uh, Hobart at one time and that was really nice, you know, when you're doing like 400 cookies and stuff like that. So was that the first thing that you invested in? Yeah, I would say it was those cookie sheets really because I had some, you know how you get them in a, and really they're jelly roll pans. They're not like cookie sheets, you know? Right. And I just didn't, 
I don't know, they just didn't seem substantial enough. And then right. I <clears throat> had bought some of those air pockets, like, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know what their term is. There's an air pocket in them or whatever, but I didn't like that for what yeah. I was doing. And, um, and then I had bought one of these and I, oh my God, I fell in love with it. So I literally, I probably have 12 of them now, you know, I mean, I, I, I would buy three every Sunday when I got my 50% off. <laughs> That's fun. So Sherry, what was your first big purchase? The first, the first piece of whatever equipment I say equipment, but it could be anything. It could be a scribe, you know? I don't know what my first one, well, probably my second mixer. Because my first one is the, what, four and a half quart? Oh, I had the little one, so then I got the six, and then I went up and got the eight or nine, whatever the one is with the orange cord. Um, And then, and I've been doing this 13 years, and probably three years ago, I got my big 20-quart mixer. It's a boxer. I wanted a Hobart, but I that's just extra zeros at the end of those dollars. Um, you know, and I didn't know enough about it anyway, but I don't know what my, aside from the mixer, I don't know what my next big purchase was. Might've, I don't know. It might've been a dehydrator. Hmm. I mean, other than I had rolling pins, I had that. I never intended on making sugar cookies. I didn't want to decorate. I, did not, that's not my thing. I want to bake. Um, and you know, so if you do follow me on Instagram, no, I am not Cindy. I'm not Sandra. I don't enjoy lettering. I don't enjoy doing the flowers. I'm, I'm more one and done. I'm being like quick and get it done, you know, bulk, bulk decorating. I don't, I'm not sloppy with it, but that's just not where I wanted to go. I'm trying to think, I think one of the bigger things that I bought was a bun rack. It was a, um, yeah. you know, where you can slide the trays in and I yeah. bought the sheets. They're those big, like full cake sheet pans, you know, right. and I got one, um, that was like, um, 10 and that was the best thing. Cause when I first started decorating, you know, you know, you've got them lined all over the dining room table and they're right. all in, and you're, you know, you've forbidden anybody to walk in there and even breathe. Right. So it kind of disrupts life. So I bought one of those and that was great. And then eventually had like a designated, you know, cookie room and things like that. But yeah, that, 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 that rolling, I think they're called bun pans, aren't they? Bun yeah, rolling rack or a bun yeah, rack. That was yeah, really yeah. nice. That was really nice to have. Well, and I found, I have two of those, three of those. Um, and then I have a bin rack. I, I know that's not what it's actually called, but it's, I thought it was a bun rack. And then I got home and I'm like, cookie sheets don't fit on this thing. It's more um, to put the deep bin in. It's like a oh, big mm-hmm. bin. So that I've just rigged it up to be stainless steel shelving. Um, holds a lot of my supplies. So, so what was your Sandra? Oh, pans down my projector. Oh. That was my first thing that I, pr- I was in business for, a couple of years before I bought a projector and I used the camera Lucida app. Oh, and wow. I don't know if you remember the camera Lucida. I app. tried it. I could not. It, I, it was not, it was, it, there was a learning curve with it. And I, 
I mastered it. I did really well with it and didn't think that I needed the projector. You know, I thought, no, nah, I can still keep doing what I'm doing. But um, a projector is just more efficient and a lot faster and a lot easier. So, I mean, and to this day, I use I use my projector to draw a circle <laughs> because we all know how circles are. Yeah. Um, I think that it just, and now, I mean, I'm on my third projector and I have, I'm knock on wood, this thing doesn't go out, but I have the wireless Bluetooth, you know, projector and I love it. I have never used a projector. I know you're crazy. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, I did have at one point, one of those big cake, what's that called? Copy cake. Copy cake. Because I thought, and I had yeah. asked for it from, and I, I didn't like it. I mean, mm-hmm. I just, it, it was, and I'm, I kind of have large hands, I think. And it, I just felt like my hand and it just frustrated me. So I didn't use it. And then I went to some cookie class or something and they, part of the class you had to, and they had the Pico things there and it just has, it, anyway, I don't use one. And so it's funny, I'll have people after class, like, you know, they'll email me and, and they're like, so what projector do you recommend? And I almost hate to, I'm like, I don't, they're like, what? You never <laughs> use a projector, not even on your writing. And I'm like, nope, I don't. I, it's all but, made up. Huh? It's all made up in your head. Well, it is, but I will tell you, I'm pretty good at like for fonts, particularly. I'm good at looking at one and then I can, and you know, I might practice on my silicone pat, you know, silicone mat first, but um, I'm pretty good at being able to see something and then you know, do that. So I, I have a whole folder of just fonts and I'll just pull out a page and, and I have my favorites. I tend to use the same ones over and over. And, and there's a couple now that I don't even need to look at the, right. I've done it so many times. I know, you know what it is, but right. But that's so when, cool. I was, when I was in high school, um, I worked in a bakery and I was just the counter girl. So, um, you know, after the bakers left at noon for the day, we're they always came. the counter girl. Counter girls are important too. <laughs> but if they needed, if they needed their cake written on, we had to do it. So we we always had piping bags laying around, and we would always practice and play. And you know, so I know how to write. But for me, it's the spacing of uh-huh. it and it being you know completely perfect because you know we're all perfectionists, <laughs> right? And having the pico being able to be a guide is everything for me. Well, I will tell you one of the things Andrea did, I think when she was a core instructor and I thought this was genius and I don't know if she thought of it or somebody else. I'm talking about Andrea Walters. Um, she used, she had bought one of those. Cause for me, sometimes it's the, like I can write a straight line, but sometimes you have to curb the cookie. So you have to allow for that as you're doing it because of your hand, if that makes sense. But, right. um, and the spacing thing, yes, yeah, sometimes I have to add an extra flower over here so visually it's centered, you know, because I started too far. But somebody had told me about, like, just doing it on the silicone mat, put your cookie right above it so and write it out so you can see where you need to start and so that you end right and all that. But right. Andrea had gotten this level that had a laser light on it. Mm-hmm. And you just set it there and you could see where you needed to write to keep it straight across the cookie. That's and I thought that was a fabulous idea. Yeah. So, yeah. Shout out to you, Andrea. That was awesome. But yeah, um, yeah no, I just, um, I, the spacing thing too. And sometimes, 
<laughs> yeah. I'm like, oops, need a flower there because that's not far enough over. So, <laughs> But I'm a firm believer and you can, you know, adjust or fix anything with a royal icing transfer or a flower or something. But um, Absolutely. <laughs> but I think my favorite, um, I mean, one of the things I did the most research on and it has been very helpful for me in classes and I actually have a couple of them now because I've also learned that, so I'm talking about dehydrators. So um, I was trying to decide what kind of dehydrator I should get. And Georgianne Bell from uh, Lealoa Cookies, or is it Lilaloa? I never know how, exactly how to pronounce it, but I love Georgianne. She's very sweet. And um, she did a whole tutorial thing on uh, Google and it was about, or maybe it was on her website, YouTube. I don't know. But she analyzed all these different kinds of dehydrators, round ones versus you know, um, the flat ones and then where the fan is. And one of the things that I took away was that having the fan at the back, they are all equally receiving the air across the top of the cookies as opposed to where the fans at the top, because then you have to rotate the trays and things like that. So I did invest in a very nice Excalibur one, which I love, but also Cabela's Bass Pro, they have them there and they have the flat tray ones. And, and like I bought one of those on Black Friday, um, you know, for, you know, the holidays and got a phenomenal price on it. So mm. um, I have two of those because they're lightweight and they're easy to travel with for, you know, cookie classes and things like that. But what I have learned, I've learned a lot of things about classes and trays and cookies and used to have people write their name on the back of the cookie so that it doesn't get mistaken by somebody else's because, we are very proud of our stuff. And then all of a sudden you go up there and somebody else has taken the cookie because they thought it looked like theirs. And and then if your name's on the back, you have to, you know, turn it over. Turn it over. So now I have little those little cake boards. I just, everybody has one for their cookie and they write their name on the cake board. Plus that helps limit the moving of the cookie around, right? So right. they do it at their table and then they can take the cardboard. And I've tried stickers. I've tried everybody. But the biggest thing is, those trays, when you slide them out, they can come out at an angle. And when they do that, they could end up bumping the tray above them, right? Because mm -hmm. there's not that much space. So what? that's part of why I bought two of these is because I take out every other tray. Mm -hmm. So that there's space in between, especially if we're doing something with a lot of embellishments, you know? Um, so yeah, I, 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 I really like all, I, I really love my Excalibur because it's wider. You can get more in there. Um but the, but the other two, I got at Bass Pro and they're awesome. I mean, they're really great for travel. So I bet, I mean, in my car, you know, not in right, my, right. Bag, shoes. With my shoes or anything. Everything. So. <laughs> <laughs> my, my most favorite piece of equipment, hands down, hands down is my 3d printer. It has not only saved me in cookie cutters, <laughs> it money. Um, I, I love tinkering with it. I love playing with it. I love my 3D printer. I'm glad so, you love it because <laughs> I need you sometimes because I don't have one of those. It's, it's kind I mean, I get it because how you feel about the 3D printers, how I feel about the Cricut or the Silhouette, I don't want to learn another thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but my dad was really, and maybe there's a little bit of an emotional t t connection to it too. When I first got my first, um, 3D printer, it was the Alta through um, Silhouette. And my brought it to my dad and he 
he loved it. He was like, oh my gosh, what can it do? What can, you know, what can you print? And he was so into it. And he ended up buying me, um, the, the other one that I have my under three and, um, we put it together when he was in hospital and we FaceTimed each other and it's just, I don't know, tinkering with stuff like that. I love, and he loved it. So there's a little bit of an emotion. That's nice. I mean, that's a good, that's a good thing to think about, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I love my, I mean, it is, it is probably the number one tool that I use daily when I'm decorating, when I'm designing, when I'm, you know, yeah, I, I mean, I there's part of me that wishes I did have a 3D printer for when I'm sketching something or whatever. But as I've joked about stencils and things like with Nancy, you know, I have Nancy, I have Sandra, and right. I already have so many cookie cutters. And even every time, I swear, I'm like, I am not buying any more. And then I go to Cookie Con, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so cute, and this is so yeah. cute, and you know, so. Yeah. Well, and the great thing, and listen, I'm not plugging any kind of printer, but if you're on the fence of buying one, buy it because even today, compared to two years ago when I first got mine, um, cookie cutter companies out there are selling STL files, mm-hmm. so and they're not like the full price of a cookie cutter. Oh, right, so right. You can get you can get the files from them. Or if you're really good at Procreate, which I think everybody on this planet but me is, um, you can draw your own <laughs> and you can print them. I mean it's no, if you're on the fence, get it. I haven't learned Procreate yet. I haven't either. Because I'm learning Canva. Well mm-hmm. I find Canva, I mean, and they're for different purposes, you know. Um Procreate, I, um, I'm, I'm taking Nancy's class and watching her videos, which has helped a lot. But my daughter Paige is very familiar with Procreate, and um, so she has, you know, helped me a little bit along the way. Um, Canva's pretty cool. I really like it for our posts and things like that. And I feel like there's a lot more potential there for other things too. But yeah, no, I agree. I, I designed this uh, Halloween set for the festival um, that I was talking about, and. I talked with Carrie from Sinful Cutters and I have so many of her awesome cutters and she's a lovely person. And so she's going, she, she printed them for me and she's going to send them to me, but she, we were talking about it. Um, and she said that she sells the STL files now too, because sometimes people have their own printers, but they want, you know, that design or whatever. So. Oh, uh, the, the amount of cookie cutter shops out there. When I got my printer two years ago, cutter shops were like, nope. Nope, we will never sell our files. Right. Absolutely not. And compared to today, it's like night and day. You can get well, them because, at almost every cook, cookie cutter shop. Well, because everybody was getting, not everybody, but a lot of people were getting a lot their, of own people got their own printers. Print, and, yeah. yeah. So no, I think that's awesome to do it that way. So yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what other thing. I did get a, um, you know, all the KitchenAids have these wonderful attachments. And I always thought it was just for like pasta or grating, you know, cheese or grinding meat or whatever, but they have a sifter attachment. And, mm-hmm. um, that thing is awesome. I mean, it really is. I mean, I can, I can sift like seven pounds of powdered sugar with my meringue powder and, and it really, especially if I'm doing a lot of detail, then I don't worry about any of the sugar pieces getting stuck in the, you know, mm-hmm. piping bag, whatever. And I love that thing. I love that thing. It's really? awesome. Yeah. I remember when I first saw that and I was like, what? <laughs> I know. Well, I think it's technically a flower sifter, you know. Yeah. But- right. I've heard mixed reviews on it. So I, that's interesting. 
No, I love my, I mean, I love mine. So. Well, my favorite equipment is my dough sheeter. Oh, stop. stop I'm going to hang up on you now. <laughs> it is. Hey. It is. It's oh, I bet. It saves time. It's consistent. Um, I want one of those now more than ever, you know? Especially for, I mean, I certainly don't roll out as many cookies as you do, but when I'm prepping for cookie con or even a class here, you know, and rolling out the dough and free, I mean, I, yeah, I really want a dough sheeter. I mean, it's less work and wear and tear on your shoulders, your body. And especially now that you've, your hand is laid up. Yeah. You kind of need a dough sheeter. Um, yes, I do. I got mine from Websterant and it wasn't cheap, but I think they've actually gone down in price. Nancy has a link on her. She actually did a, like a little something and I found the link. It was like one of her recommendations, you know, and it wasn't as bad as I thought. So, um, you know, I may end up doing that before the end of the year well, because. And I did a demo with Nancy on the dough sheeter I have, and then she did one on the dough sheeter she has. And I think those are up on the Colorful Cookie website or. Yeah, something. they are. I mean, you yeah. can, um, I, I, that's what I looked at and I saw the one she recommended. There's like a, she has a link to it. And I saw, I, mean, I think I talked about this before too. I saw somebody posting, making all their dough and putting it through the dough sheeter and then putting it in plastic bags and then just stacking them in the freezer so that when they, you right. know, it's like, I, I just thought that was a great yeah. idea. So Well, and I sheet mine th- between two pieces of parchment. Mm-hmm. So I'm not adding extra flour. So it goes through, the equipment stays clean because it's going, parchment paper is protecting everything. Right. And then I put it in the freezer between the parchment paper. That's what she did, and they were in plastic bags, and I thought that was just genius. So, See, if you guys had a 3D printer, you could, and let's say you had, you know, a bunch of hearts you had to do, you could connect all your hearts and make one cutter. Okay, listen, you both show off. Like, what do I have that you don't have? Um, (laughs) A lot of shoes, maybe, but. um, Yeah, you do have a good shoe. stuff. But the thing is, you don't need everything. You know, no, like, if, if I had to, like, if somebody said, what would you have to have to decorate a cookie? It would be my cake pans. And I've started using those baking mats too. I really like, and mm-hmm. Nancy made me, I'm so excited. I wish I had one did well to show everybody who's listening. <laughs> um, it's a stamp with my logo. Oh, nice. So um, I can put the cookies on the baking sheet and then I stamp the top of them, but then I can flip it over and that, you know, mm-hmm. flood. And it's very cool. It's very cool. I like it. So I don't, I mean, I don't know. I just think it's neat that each one has, you know, the logo on the back of it, which is pretty cool. But I would have to have my needle nose scribe. I mean, I could use a toothpick if I absolutely had to, but I do love my needle nose scribes. Yeah. And um, yeah, my pans. And so is there something that, you bought that you don't use? I have bought a lot of numerous random things along the way. Um, I bought a chocolate warming palette for like painting with chocolate, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And I I, I like it. I just don't use chocolate that much, you know, on my cookies. Um, I would say maybe, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't think I've bought anything that I don't... um, use other than I maybe. do 
Don't needing three dehydrators, but you got an easel to use with your airbrush. Oh yeah, and you gave it to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that I liked it. Now I don't use it either. Um, I don't know. I mean, I maybe I bought. I will say I bought a um early on a um a big airbrush compressor, mm-hmm. and it was um. Everybody would know the name of like it. Like a master or something? Yes, that's it. <clears throat> and I think typically they're used for like modeling and things right. like that. And and it's great. And it's adjustable. It has a moisture trap and all that. It is not something that travels well, mm-hmm. nor is it something that you really, you know, want to have right there on your table. And um, I, I like it. So I've used it, especially when I've, like I did something for the Make-A-Wish you know, foundation mm-hmm. and I had to do, so I set up assembly lines with the stencils and I had all my stencil genies and the stencil and it was great. Cause I just powered through all of that, but, um, I don't, I haven't used it. I mostly, I use my, um, my genie ones, you know, I love yeah. her airbrush systems. I travel with them. I use them here at home. I mean, they're great. And I can well, put t- different guns on them too, if I want to. So you're going <laughs> to kill me. Cause the one thing that I purchased that I do not use is my dehydrator. Really? Well, I I don't, I um, only use it in classes. I mean, I don't use mm, it when I'm mm -hmm. doing an order. I only use it in classes and that's why I bought them. So see, and in, in the reason why I purchased it was because of the whole crater, Um, you know, the cratering, you know, and even that doesn't really help. I I know it's all about the icing. It's just the icing. And I do have a, trick that I use that works hundred percent of the time, but my dehydrator, if I could sell it tomorrow, I would, because I think the last, you want one? <laughs> I want, no, I have one. What kind I, got it it, um, I got it at Sam's <clears throat> and you know, when Sam's had like, like when it's hunting season and stuff like yeah, that. That's yeah. why Cabela's and Bass Pro. Right. For, like, drying so meat I think I got it for like a hundred bucks, but mm-hmm. I use it for, I've used it mostly for transfers. And I haven't, I typically don't do transfers because I kind of forget about it. Um, I love transfers. You guys know that. So do I. I mean, they're so easy. It's so, it's great. So yeah, that's typically what I use my dehydrator for. But if I could sell it tomorrow, I would. Well, I I now realize my, what did you say, Sherry? Put it in the group. Put it in the Kansas City. Somebody might want it. so. So I really should say my best piece of equipment is my, my dream box that create room, uh, dream box. Oh yeah, you got the fancy. Yeah, I love cabinet. That I mean, it just it worked out when you know I was working from home full time after COVID. It, I had to work in my what had been my cookie room, and I didn't feel like I wanted to be in there eighteen hours a day. You know, before I would go to work and then come home and be in my cookie room, but then I was working and then I was having to juggle things around and. And then I was trying to do them upstairs where the lighting is fabulous, you know, in my, I mean, it's all open. So it was great. And, but I had everything in these large tubs of, you know, and you know me, I'm just like OCD. I can't stand all that stuff sitting around. So then I'd have to carry it back out to anyway. Um, So one day Sarah was looking at something on Instagram and, and then I was looking at something and somebody had gotten one and it popped up and I was looking at it and Sarah was like, Oh mom, that's so cool. And one of my other girlfriends was here and she's like, what are you looking at? And I said, it's like cookie porn. You got to see this. <laughs> you need to describe what this is because some people may not know what it is. It, it, it is a 
Engineering Marvel, and they're made by Create Room. They have different sizes. They have like a hobby box, but this one is called the Dream Box, and it can be for any hobby. And apparently last year they were sold out of them because homeschooling, people working from home, it can be an office. What I love is it's got 87,000 square inches of storage space. Mm-hmm. And you can order it as a kit, which I did not do. I ordered it pre-built. Um, and I did still have to add on the doors, but it unfolds and unfolds on itself. And when you open it up, it's it's just amazing. And I have... Does, does light come out of it? Oh, does it- and the angels sing. I mean, I could <laughs> you not. Like I still get, I and this is no joke. If somebody new comes to my house and because I, and it's on wheels. So when it's all folded up, in its beautiful craftsmanship, it looks like just a nice armoire in the corner. Uh-huh. And and it's funny because we have the TV over the fireplace. So people are like, do you have more TVs in that thing? I'm like, oh no, <laughs> let me show you. And when I open it, as I'm talking about it, I will get goosebumps. Like I am telling you, I love this thing. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Because- <laughs> non-cookie friends eyes glaze over i know right no yeah they're like you know but it really is an engineering marvel i mean it folds in there's a table that folds up into the box now i did purchase two additional tables that when you open it all the way across i can put those in and make a perfect u-shape for my nakeds decorating drawing and it works great has storage underneath i mean i i seriously it's and i you can configure it how you want they have all different kinds of uh, you know, uh, dividers and things that you can use and tubs and stuff. And I bought a bunch of little, they're like jars. And whenever I have extra icing and was making flowers, I would just, and I store them in there, royal icing mm-hmm. flowers. So, and they're by color. So if I need something for a quick, you know, family, something, whatever, I already have those made. And I mean, my airbrush, my, I mean, everything's in there, everything. And That's me. Except the cookie cutters. The cookie cutters are in a whole nother place. But right. everything that I use to decorate, and it took me a minute to figure it out with like where I want the sparkles, you know, or where I want my right. dust or painting or whatever. So, but yeah. I've seen a lot of crafters that use it too, and they have all their ribbon and. Yes, or sewing people or, you know. And yeah. Yep. Yep. And oh. so when I, where I can just roll it over to the part of my house where I can open it all the way up and I have great light and. Yeah, I could talk about that. I mean, it's ridiculous. I love that thing so much. <laughs> I just didn't even consider that equipment because it's like my best friend, you know. Sorry, Sandra. No, my second best friend. I was going to say, geez. Yeah, I know, right? Well, we but, talked about this before we came on. Um, when I first started, I got excited that, you know, you get to buy things tax exempt and wholesale. wholesale yeah. And so when I found AmeriColor in those humongous bottles, I bought like, I don't know, eight colors. And I still have those. And that's, I'd put a message out. I'm like, I know it has an expiration date, but do they go bad? I don't, you don't use as much color. Do that? As- I, I don't know, but I would think they would maybe separate or something at some point. I don't, don't I don't know. Right. They don't. I don't buy the big bottles anymore, except for, we talked about this white, black, red around red. the holidays, you know, cause then there's yeah valentine's after that but yeah but i'm slowly getting rid of them just you know because the smaller bottle does the trick well and you just don't know like i know when i was first starting out i had no idea how much color you get from a drop 
<laughs> right. Right? right. So you don't. It's not your store bought food, food coloring. <laughs> no, or, no, not no. at all. I mean, I, that, that, that happened with me with airbrush colors. I mean, I mm-hmm. was just, you know, like, why isn't, anyway, that was a whole learning curve, but. Um, now my yeah. airbrush colors, I did the same thing, but I did throw those away because hmm. those, those just seemed a little funky. Yeah. Hmm. If I, op- I mean, I, I don't know. I I have thrown obviously some over, over away over time, you know, but um, I, I started, I got some, I, I like Americolor, but I got some, a great color set from uh, Ann Clark. They're in tubes and I like the colors. I'm not necessarily a big fan of tubes, but mm-hmm. I like the colors. Um, they're really good. And you don't need a lot. Um, also, Loran has a new line and I've, I've tried those too. And then um, the Sweet Salé shop, they own Artisan Colors and some of those are, be- they're teal. I mean, it's really pretty. I mean, you know, everybody's different, but yeah. I don't have just one specific brand. I have a lot of different ones that I use based on the colors. Right. But I was just so excited as a new cookier that I didn't want to be anyway. I bought the, the biggest bottle I could because, you know, I was going to make thousands and thousands of cookies. Yep. Okay. Well, that part was true, but you still only need the smaller, medium bottle. <laughs> you only bottle. need a teeny bit of color. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what's your least used item that you have? I My dehydrator. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't really, I don't know. I mean. Mine would be my turntable. Oh, I use my turntable oh, all the time. I use mine too. I use it to it. turn my tray because I, I decorate I have my like, trays. Yeah. You put, yeah, you put your tray on it. Mm-hmm. My problem is if I put a cookie on it and it's the, the design is delicate enough that I need to put it on a turntable to make it stable all the way around, then how am I going to get the cookie off of there without putting my I just told on? you. Use those yeah. little cardboard cake things. Well, no. Which, what turntable do you have? I mean, do we want to, I, I have, have the most popular one? I have an acrylic one. Okay. Cause that acrylic top comes off. Yes. It does. And you can use that to move and, your cookie. And I have 200 other cookies that have to have the same treatment. That's why, but that's why you don't decorate individually. You decorate on your tray and you use that swivel. And then I have a underneath it. Two white plastic ones. One was like a gift with purchase a long time ago from the same person. I love them, but I can't decorate the way Sandra does like that. I can't. Never. I mean, no. Well, I, I can't do it. You know, Sandra. listen, you're all new now. You're new again with your new arm. Maybe you need to try something new. So I, um, I have Sandra decorates. She puts a dozen cookies on a regular sheet tray. Sheet yeah. tray. Half sheet here. Yeah. Half, half sheet. And puts it on top of a turntable and turns it. And decorates that, and, and and the idea of that is 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 accurate. Like the less we talk about this at work with, like reporting stuff, it. the less time somebody has to touch something, you know, the more the faster you are. Yeah, the, the more efficient you are. are. All of that. But I'm I I've now if I'm doing a bunch of little cookies, I might put four or five on, you know, the turntable because I have different size ones, but. I used a turntable. See, I have all these great ideas and I never do anything with it. I was using a Wilton cake plastic turntable mm-hmm. years ago when I would do cookies. Like I mm-hmm. would outline, like, a, like if I, I remember like I was doing like a hundred snowman for something and I had eight snowmen on the table and I would outline, outline, turn the table, outline, outline. And then I would come back and flood, you know, and then flood the next part and the next part. And I just, and then next thing I know, there's these 
many turntables. And I was like, ah, I wish I would have thought of that. <laughs> Same thing with Spanx. Don't get me started on that. So anyway. <laughs> okay. I used to work with her. Really? Yes. Well, that's a whole nother thing. But right. That's a whole other podcast. Yes. Machines. Yes. yes. Anyway. Um, There is a product out there, and this is going to sound crazy, but I think that a lot of people can relate to it. There was a product out there that I really wanted. I wanted this thing so badly that when I finally got it, I was so intimidated by it and I was nervous to use it. It took me a minute to even get it out of the box and use it. Okay. The buildup is phenomenal. I know. I know. That's my airbrush. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. I really, I use it all the time now, but it was just very intimidating because I don't know why it was intimidating, but I, I went to a retreat that 2T stencils Mm. was putting on and that was my intent was to get an airbrush machine and to use it and have them show me how to use it. And the way, the the, the way that they teach you how to use it is great. And I'm not going to say anything just in case they still do, but, um, yeah, the airbrush machine. Learning from somebody, I started traveling, you know, with Julia, and she is, you know, the master airbrush. Julia coach. Usher, that is. Yes. And I started, you know, being her assistant and going to different things with her. And it's funny because I actually sit like her now. I hold my, I mean, I, I do it the way that she, but I mean, she's very, you know, meticulous. And, um, but when I had first gotten mine, I kept thinking on these videos, they just show, and this is before I knew her, Julia, they were, you know, they would just show using a drop of color. And I'm like, man, I'm using a lot of color and this is not working right. And, and I'm thinking, and I was doing it in my kitchen and I was like, well, at least it's not getting all over the place. Right. And then I go to wipe down my cabinets and there's purple every, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, like this is yes. not right. And so I put it away for a while. I really did. I'm like, clearly I'm doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. And then I went to a retreat. Jenny had one um, from uh, Creative Cookier and I went and Joy was an instructor there. That's where I met her. And um, I learned how to airbrush properly. <laughs> so. Yeah. It's, if you, if you have an airbrush machine and you're nervous about it, um, take a class, go to one of the little, I'm going to say demo, but it's not demo. Um, <laughs> cookie yes. if you can make it. And if they have anything airbrush and you can play with them, do it because it's the only way I, you're going to learn. And it's the only exactly. way to do it. And, and I tell people all the time. And even now, and when I teach classes, it's so funny to me because I watch people. And I, even if I explain, I'm like, you don't need as much color as you think. And this mm-hmm. is how you have to hold it. And it seems counterintuitive, but if you don't have a lot of color in the cup and you hold it this way and you know, go through that. And invariably they're like, you know, mm-hmm. blast it with color. And, but it just takes practice like anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So do we have any good cookie tips for anybody? Um, you know, on the, on the vein of, of, um, airbrushing, I would say, don't be afraid to get your fingers in there. Your stencil mm-hmm. genie is not your cookie is not completely flat. Mm-hmm. Your stencil genie, oh, you're yeah. going to get overspray, you're going to get underspray. So do not be afraid to either get your finger in there and hold down the stencil or hold it down. Whatever, so that you, and take your time and go slow. Yep. I say low and slow. Yep. And if you can look and, and see, like when you lay the stencil on there, if you take your scribe and just kind of move it around, you can see if there's a low spot. Yes. And that's where you're going to get underspray and all that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's really important to do that. And Good honestly, tip, Thank you. That, that is something that is more a thorn in our sides 
our customers don't necessarily see that. I'm not saying, oh, don't worry about the underspray, but yeah, you need to learn it. But at the same time, don't trash the cookie, you know? Yeah. But eat Tammy it. from <laughs> Tammy and Did you say Tom, eat it? Uh huh. That's what I do. That's what I do. Tammy's the one who taught me how to use an airbrush, and that's why I bought my first one from Tammy. Mm-hmm. Also, mm-hmm. I'm on my third one, and I have, now I have Jenny's. Right. So. All right, ladies. I think that was a good chat. I think that somebody's going to come away with something, hopefully. Well, and I hope that if you guys have any questions or want specific information about something, I mean, all of us are very willing to share and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you have questions, but we talked about this before. If you, if there's something you want us to talk about, please let us know. Yeah. We can talk. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly. Clearly. A little bit. Yeah. Leave us a message, DM us, follow us, share it with your friends. Give us a rating. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Cookies for Lunch cookies is for brought lunch to you by, the colorful, you by cookie, the colorful Sugar cookie. Chat Cookie Studio, Smart Cookies Bakery, and the Frosted Swirl Bake Shop. We hope you found at least one little nugget of information that resonated with you. If you liked today's episode, leave a rating and a review, and we'll see you next week for a brand new episode. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Cookies for Lunch. Thank you for spending time with us. We'll see you soon.